everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other hosts, uh, Matt Basta and Brendan McCullough. How's everyone doing tonight? Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that answers <laughs> no. that question. Totally. Um, but it's been a while for uh, Basta. How are you? I'm I'm doing all right. How are you? Pretty good. Glad to be doing another episode. Me too. It's it's been far too long. I literally like minutes ago got off of a conference call with some coworkers. So um, that's an indication of just how busy things are. Um, are you happy with your new uh, new job? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's substantially better than my last job. It's just busy. <laughs> gotcha. That's fair. Um, and un- unfortunately, it's it's also a much longer commute, which means that recording times are more limited. So, okay, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, but so I'm assuming you don't get to uh, play many games then. Um, actually, uh, and I think you'll appreciate this. I've taken some uh some recommendations. Well, just one recommendation actually. Uh, from uh the Texting podcast. And if you listen to the Texting podcast, uh, and if you remember back to our interview with Jason Roberts, um, he has continuously recommended the game uh, Hex Fever. Um, and so I have uh, given in, and I've downloaded it, and I am <laughs> severely addicted. Nice. Um, uh, can you explain what it's like? It sounds like a, I don't know, a puzzle game. Yeah, so imagine Tetris, but instead of having little squares, uh, they're all made out of hexagons. And so all of the pieces are four hexagons, and they're in some arrangement. And basically, you get to pick from one of three hexagon, uh, one of these three shapes at a time, and you drag them onto this game board. And it sort of looks like a game of uh, Chinese checkers, um, I think. Is that what Chinese checkers looks like? I love uh, Chinese checkers. Chinese checkers has like the hexagon in the center and then triangles off each side. Uh, well, it sort of it sort of looks like the middle of a game of Chinese checkers, yeah. like with the hexagon. Okay. Um, and basically, what you have to do is make a line of hexagons from one side to the opposite side. So um, you have like a a. a long piece would be like four hexagons in a row. And then you've got to get like a fifth one to sort of cap it off and, and make a row. And when you make a row, you get points for it. Um, and if you have multiple rows that you manage to complete with a single move, it increases the value of each one. Um, so instead of being worth like 500, it'll be worth a thousand instead of a thousand be worth 2000, 2000 is worth 3000, whatever. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, that simple. There's really not much to it. And it is hard as fuck, I'll tell you what. <laughs> this reminds me a lot of Hexic, that game you were uh, Oh god, that's an amazing ago. game. Actually, there is a version of Hex Fever that is online. I'm pronouncing it uh, Fever, but it could be Fervor or something. Let me let me post it in. It could be uh, what? I totally didn't hear you. Hex Fervor. Forever. Forever? Okay. Forever. Forever. Um, it's like they're playing Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. And they're like, "All right, no more vowels." And it's like, "Uh, it's like, I only got one though." It's like, "Yep." <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, that's that's what I've been playing. Um, nice. I I have here on my phone. Um, 
actually, this was a recommendation that I had made a very long time ago, and and then I never went back to play the sequels. Um, but I recommended that everybody go play Sorcery. Oh yeah, I did actually play the first two and part of the third one, but it got too hard, and I was like, "Fuck!" It's a very hard game. Um, I am starting to work my way through Sorcery Two. Uh, it's and, so excellent. Uh, oh, it's, it's really so ridiculously uh, just f- f- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fleshed out. There we go. I was going to say flushed, flushed out, out, like flushed out murder devices. That's a throwback. <laughs> There's some very trolly parts, which I'm not hugely fond of. Um, in in the first one, there were a few spots where, I, like, I kept dying just repeatedly, and so I'd like rewind and play it again, and then play it again, and then play it again. And it's like how the, and eventually you sort of exhaust all of your options, and it's like, oh, if in the first, you know, one or two moves of the game, you did this one weird thing that gave you like a, a feather with a tooth tied to it you know you'll... <laughs> it's so true though that's why i'm laughing yeah it, i mean it's it's like these really bullshit little things that like oh if you have this you can manage to scrape by with one health and it's like like this is not what i need <laughs> i know that's the craziest thing i was in a crazy situation i even think i talked about it on the podcast where i was at the edge of this cliff or something or at the bottom of this cliff and they're they're saying like the water is rising and there's like this lady on a boat and she's like oh if you have this one item you can come with me and i didn't have it and i'm like i wish i would have found it and she's like peace <laughs> and she just sailed off as a drowned and i was like great God and there's like it. nothing to do about it <laughs> yeah so, it there, there's been a few things like the combat in it can be a little bit rough um in the in the first one there's like this boss battle towards the end and um there's like a puzzle that leads up to it, which is very difficult. Um, and once you're finally at the boss, the boss makes these moves semi-deterministically. So basically you can attack it in the same way and it will respond in the same way, uh, roughly. There's a little bit of randomness, but it's, it's not enough to matter. Um, and like I had, tried every possible combination of ways to fucking kill this guy. And it's just like, finally, after like 150 tries, I finally killed him. Um, but it was because like my health was low and, um, you know, I didn't have any items and there's just no way, like you're, you're just dead. And so you'd have to rewind like half the game. I don't know, but it's really good. It's so fucking good. (laughs) Rewinding. And I don't know. It's just, uh, I do enjoy those games. I might have to go back and replay them. But like you said, they are challenging, though, which is a good thing. It's what you want in a game. Absolutely. But um, I guess I haven't been playing too much new stuff. I've been playing a couple of rounds of Battlefield 4 here and there just because I like shooting people in the head from far distances. Um, Other than that... <laughs> it's the only game that offers that sweet, no, sweet challenge. That's not true, but... <laughs> No, well, speaking of that, I also play Grand Theft Auto Five uh, just like to wreak havoc. I've I literally haven't done a single thing story wise. It was just as soon. Well, I had to like get to the point where it was open world, like when you start a new game. Mm-hmm. But once it was open world, it's like, all right, now I'm just gonna use cheat codes, get guns, fucking fly around in helicopters, jump out of them, fucking sky jump, all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah, me and my buddies used to play Grand Theft Auto Four all the time, and it wasn't multiplayer, but we would just do a thing what we call just ragdog ragdolling. Where you just get into the helicopter, fly it as high as you can, and like head towards a you know 
area full of skyscrapers and just launch the character out. You did see- this too? <laughs> oh, yeah. And we would do <laughs> it for like it's hours. It's so funny. You called it ragdolling. We, I don't even think we had a name for it. We would just fucking do it. And it was our favorite pastime. And like we would specifically aim for the Statue of Liberty in Grand Theft Auto 4. <laughs> it was so sick. Because then like you'd be like fucking skydiving out of a helicopter and slam right into that bitch's crown. It was like dope. <laughs> oh, I would always aim for like a lot of buildings so you could ricochet off them. And I remember one time, I somehow, as I was falling, the character should have died, but he hit a sign on the way down that took out almost all of his life, and then he fell to the sidewalk. So somehow the sign broke his fall without killing him, so I ended up jumping from a helicopter, like, you know, 40 stories high and lived. Love it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Dude, that's great that other people uh, did that. Listener, if you happen to do crazy antics in the Grand Theft Auto games. Let us know what you used to do, because that's always fun to share on air. It's fun because Saints Row is very similar in Grand Theft Auto. It probably gets compared to a lot. But where Grand Theft Auto became more serious and story-driven and, you know, kind of toned down, Saints Row went the opposite way and just went balls out, like, insane. Like, I think the last game, like, the entire world has ended and you're the president of what remains of humanity and, like, you get sucked into hell or something and your buddies rescue rescue you from Satan. Like it's completely over the top. That is, that sounds like something more I'd be interested in because I like, I like the chaos in the grand theft auto games and I don't play for the story. And I was actually annoyed. Like I forget what was my main complaint. It was like either certain guns weren't available or certain codes weren't available, like cheat codes. Like, I don't know. They, they just really limited it for grand theft auto five. I just want to like, really wreak havoc like i I feel like there's more cheats in the previous games than there is in this latest one Uh, and you shouldn't really cheat in games unless you're just trying to dick around like what i'm doing yeah i think saints row one was pretty like it was kind of actually i haven't played it but from what i can remember of seeing it i think it was more like a grand theft auto clone where it wasn't kind of its own thing and then two got crazy where like one of your weapon one of your melee weapons is a giant dildo like a like 10 foot tall dildo God damn it. Yeah. And then, like, three just got, like, over to the top and insane, where you, like, you take over the country or something. I think four, you're the president. And, like, they just get crazier and crazier each time. And it's great. And it, they're hilarious at times. And, you know, it, they are great games. I highly recommend them all. But I was thinking, with Grand Theft Auto, it's kind of more fun to be chaotic in Grand Theft Auto than it is in Saints Row. Cause it's expected in Saints Row. Like, it's, I think in, Saints Row 3, you have, like, a dubstep gun where you shoot it at people and they, like, twerk to death or something. Like, everything's ridiculous in that universe. So when you fly out of a helicopter and, you know, bounce off the buildings like Pong, you know, it's expected. Whereas it's kind yeah. of, it's funny seeing it in Grand Theft Auto because it's so insane in that world. It's, it's yeah, it's more, like, real life. And it's just like, oh, God, imagine yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why everyone loves playing as Trevor in Grand Theft Auto 5 because he's so insane. Jeez. Um... But all right, I guess that's all I've really been playing. Um, how about you, Bren? I have beat Witcher and started uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. I have nice. trekked through the Afghan desert in the eighties, rocking out to Billy Idol and David Bowie, just taking out insurgents. Like in all the Metal Gear Solid games, um, there there's an element of like the fantastical and like the absurd or the supernatural. And, like, people have powers. So, like, in the first Metal Gear Solid game, you fight a guy called Psycho Mantis, who has telekinesis and telepathy. And with each game, they get more and more crazy and, like, more people with special abilities and stuff. And usually they take a while to set in. Like, everything seems like a normal world. And then about, like, 
60% way through the game, you find the personal special abilities. But yeah, in Grand Theft Auto, er, Grand Theft Auto uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, it's right in the very beginning. You're in a hospital, you see this, like, ghost kid, you see this guy who's on fire, and he's riding, yeah, this, like, flaming Pegasus horse, like, and there's a giant, like, fire whale, like, within, like, the first three hours. So oh, interesting. I, I completely forgot about that because it's so absurd, and I've fa- I've yet to find the story it connects to in the game. But like, it's just so weird right off the bat. Yeah, that sounds pretty ridiculous. Yeah, and don't play it. Uh, don't start playing it if you're on a limited time. Like I decided to start playing it at like midnight, and I couldn't actually get to a save point until like three hours into the game. So I had to God. play for like three hours just to until I could save it. Oh, can't, it's a modern game, people. Like, just, like, let you save whenever you can. I, I hate, I hated that about Final Fantasy IX, like, going back to it on mobile. It's like, oh, I gotta find a Moogle to save. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, uh, in Metal Gear, you can't save whenever, but it auto saves, like, constantly. But with Kojima, he's, like, the Tarantino of video games. He's very cinematic. He's very, like, film focused. You can tell he's a huge film buff, because that's what all the Metal Gear games seem like. And, when you do big missions, it has like a list of credits for the cast who was in that mission, and they're all characters in the game. Like it's not the voice actors, so it's 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 very odd, but it has its own style to it. And it's good, but there are moments like that where it's just like, oh my god, I don't care what you're trying to tell me. I really have to, <laughs> I really have to pee, and I can't skip this like cinematic scene. Oh god, that's terrible. Yeah, that's unfortunate they put you through that. And oh, and in Final Fantasy's defense, I guess you can also save at the world map, which is pretty frequent. Oh yeah, that's true. But I know in Metal Gear Solid 4, at the very end, one of the ending cutscenes was like three and a half hours, and it was so long to the point where they had a save point in the middle of it, because they know people wouldn't be able to sit through all of it, like they'd have to <laughs> take a break. So like, That's they're insane. aware, they're aware how long they are, but it is good, like, it's not like it's terrible and drawn out, it's very engaging and immersive, but like, goddamn, just like, you let know, me play this, a bit. This is only semi-related, this is orthogonally related. But, you know, people give uh, Firewatch so much shit for being like a narrative sort of storytelling game. Mm-hmm. But then there's these games with like three hour fucking long cutscenes, <laughs> which cuts- is like that. That is the whole game. That is all of Firewatch in <laughs> like cutscene form. Yeah, like, I was going to say. a movie. <laughs> the like, length of one cutscene of Metal Gear Solid is like twice as long as some other indie games I've played. <laughs> like Yeah. But I've heard I've heard everyone talking about Firewatch, I've heard good things about it. I heard the biggest complaint and the backlash was the ending. So I I think a majority of the game is great from what I hear. I haven't watched it because I don't want to spoil it for myself. Same. Well, yeah, so I hear it's here's, very here's emotional. Mm-hmm. So the ending there weren't a whole lot of ways that they could have wrapped it up, right? And it no no spoilers, but um the build up to it is very much like it's going to be like something supernatural or something uh extraterrestrial you know like it's something something like very sci-fi-ish mm-hmm. um or even like you're you're expecting it to be like a like a like the ending to a horror film right but instead they tied it up in a way that was very much like um like you were overthinking it the whole time and I think that disappointed a lot of people. I, th- I think a lot of people were waiting for like this big, very climactic moment um, where like you shoot somebody, you know, or like you you were building up to this big moment where I don't know some something like 
where you're best friends in a wheelchair. Yeah, <laughs> or like you get gored to death, but you know, like somebody, yeah. everybody's just waiting for the jump scare at the end, and there wasn't one, right? Like they, they, they had you know, the sort of the climax of the story, and then they brought you back down. And I think a lot of people were left unsatisfied by that just because of the amount of lead up that they had put in. Um, I mean, it's not a, it's not a hugely long game, but like there's, there's a lot of storytelling to it and, and they pack a lot in with it. It's very dense. And quite honestly, like eh, for how much you pay for it and the the length of it, it, it's hard to expect much more from that kind of game, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I heard just it seemed like at the when everyone was around the time of starting to beat it, it seemed like the internet was on fire. Watch. And <laughs> God damn. Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> <laughs> so why they call me Dr. Toasty Puns. Um <sighs> But I feel like I feel like from what you were saying, it sounds like the story developers knew that there's everyone was expecting a twist ending of some kind, and instead of twisting it, they left it untwisted, which in a meta sense, is the twist. Yes, exactly. Twist. I was just going to say that. I was going to be like, they, they, ah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they played us. <laughs> but so, yeah, I, I can understand that it might very well be a good ending. And like, this is what the storytellers wanted. Like, it's the ending they chose. But I, I know the internet and especially the gamer community is very quick to be like, if they don't like the ending, you know, get the pitchforks and, you know, fire out and, you know, go on a monster hunt or a, you know, riot mob. Other words I'm combining. These aren't words. Riot Mob is not a thing. Sorry. Um, but like the ending to Mass Effect, I know everyone is up in arms about and just bitching about it constantly. And like, I, I don't think it was a bad ending. I don't know what they expected. You can only do so many endings. Like Mass Effect has like four different endings. So I don't know why people are so pissy about stuff. Yeah. But like you said, it was what, $20? And from what I can tell, everyone says the game's great up until the ending. So, like, if you got, like, 95% through the game and you loved it, it's worth it then. Yeah, that outweighs the bad. Yeah, the five minutes of bad. So, I don't know. Yeah, everybody was uh, on Twitter talking about, should I ask for a refund? It's like, no, don't fucking ask for a refund. That (laughs) Like, do do you go to Blockbuster and and rent a movie and then take it back and say, I didn't like it, I want a refund? Like, (laughs) no. That's not how that's not how media works. There are people that do that, like in movie theaters. We call them idiots. Don't be one of them. Yeah, it it it, it's just a really shitty thing. And honestly, like for twenty bucks, if it takes you two hours, if it takes you two hours, you're probably rushing a little bit. I'll be honest. It like it's more like three, and so like three hours. Let's say two. It's ten bucks an hour. That's less than minimum wage. Like you can if. If you have the disposable income to buy video games and you bought Firewatch and you played it and you didn't like it, if you're that hard up for cash, you shouldn't have been playing video games to begin with. But more <laughs> importantly, like the game pretty much occupied your time really well. So, I yeah, mean, if, yeah, I was just going to say, I'm curious if there's much replayability or if it's one of those once you know the story, eh. there's a little bit of replayability. So at the beginning, you play through this, um, it, it's sort of like a telltale game where you, you sort of like pick the dialogue choices and, okay. and like actions of the character. Um, and it's entirely non-visual. It's just like a story told through text. And if I'm not mistaken, that has um, sort of an impact on how the game plays out. 
although it does still have the the same sort of like main plot line. So so things do change slightly, but not enough to really be um too too substantial. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely interested and most likely going to be playing it uh maybe even this weekend if I feel like it. Ooh. You should. It'll be it'll be easy. Like you you can get up in the morning, buy it, play through it before lunch, have an opinion. Cool. Yeah, I'll uh, update listeners on what I think, but already I, I think I'm going to enjoy it most likely. Yeah, and it all just, you know, comes back to the overhype which I've been, you know, trying to tell people to avoid doing. Like if you don't get overhyped about it, you won't be that let down about it. But if, you know, people were hyping it up like it was before it was released, then yeah, you might be a little disappointed when you finally play it. Yeah, that's fair. Low standards, yeah. everybody. That's all I can recommend. Yeah. Oh, God, I was going to make a terrible joke, and I'm, I'm cutting it out. I was like, oh, God, I'm not even going to say it. Um, but anyway, uh, where do we go from here? Do oh, my you, God. <laughs> do you guys want to um, play any kind of conversation game, or like, do you have anything you want to bring up before we do? Uh, I'll just bring this I mean, up real quick. quick. I'm on Steam, and I just I wasn't looking for this, and I just stumbled upon a game called There's Poop in My Soup. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what it's about, and it looks really weird. What do you mean you don't know what it's about? I just found this. Like, I, I, no, I'm just saying the title tells us what it's about. There's Poop in My Soup is a physics-based game about a little boy who likes to poop on passersby. <laughs> Cause as much damage Jesus. as you can to the streets below. Unlock power-ups, new projectiles by completing completing your two poo lists. <laughs> God well, damn it. Listeners, right. there's your dumb game of the uh, episode. Yeah, excellent. Thanks for that, bro. Right, <laughs> I just stumbled across this. I did not intend to do this. That was actually awesome. Um, we're going to play What Is That Sound? Round one, uh, we're probably going to end up playing two games. I have six sounds uh, total for you guys, but let's see how you fare. Uh, let's play sound number one right now for the listener. So what do you guys think that is? Jesus. It, well, there's like there's like a bird, and then there's like somebody passed out. Like they were looking up at the bird, and they got a little lightheaded and fell into some grass. It sounds so familiar. Like I'm pretty sure I've played this game, but it's I can't think of it. I'm gonna guarantee Bren's played this game, and uh, and that's why. And I think I don't know if Matt has played this, but I think you should know what it is. Your description's almost sort of right. <laughs> <laughs> almost sort of right. Um, so let, hold on, let me listen to it again. I'm wondering if it's like a bird and then someone like tranks it, like they use a tranquilizer and it drops down, like and it's the bird hitting grass. This can't be duck hunt, can it? No. Nope, but I'm counting that as a guess. Damn. So you guys have two more. And right. dude, duck hunt was like eight bit or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they made a remake for for Wii for, with Did the. They? Yeah, it was. Uh, it came with Wii Play. <laughs> um, God. I mean, it's definitely not uh, an NES or Super NES game because the. The audio is too good for that. Yeah. All right, yeah, let's play it again for our listener, just in case they are, like, stumped as well. I thought the little at the end was giving it away. Is it one of those sounds where it's like, if you know what the game is, that noise is very recognizable. But if you don't know the game, like, it... 
Hmm. No, no, yes. I, I think it's, it, but if you don't know the game, you just probably still maybe guess it. I don't know. No, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. You would know, you would know the game. I know that. I know a lot of games. I'm trying to think of what game has birds in it. Like, it's, it's not like a, it's a very loud bird, so it's, it has to be relevant to the game somehow. Oh, you're killing me, guys. I need two guesses soon. Um, Metal Gear Solid. Nope. Uh, oh, I wouldn't leave the last guess up the map. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm, not I have gonna, no, I'm probably not going to get it. <laughs> I have oh, no idea. Damn it, damn it, damn it. I thought we had this one. All right. Because um, the next sound, I forget if it's challenging or not. No, the next one you'll get. So good. Okay. I mean, that's what? the thing. I thought when I did this, I thought the Sims was the givey, like the gimme sound. That's but, what I mean. And this is, oh man, you're going to kick yourself, Brad, when you know what this is, when you, when you find out. I always do. Constantly kicking himself. It's compulsive. Uh, all right. Who's going to uh, seal the deal on this one? Is it a game we've already done? Like, in what no. does that sound? And what's that sound? No. But it's a game that's been mentioned on Almost Better Than Silence numerous, on numerous occasions. Goddess. No. <laughs> oh, that's actually not a bad get. Like, isn't yeah, a bird I, I, that? that meets no, the criteria. There's not even any birds in Goddess. Yeah, I'm no, saying that too, know. though. But all right, no, is Full game... House a game? No, oh my god. <laughs> uh, the game is Assassin's Creed. It's oh, uh, it's the eagle, and then he jumps into oh. the bale of hay. It's the leaf of leap of faith. Exactly. Yeah, I should have known that. Yeah, and the little bale of hay is what I thought would be like. Oh well, obviously that's what he's doing. Okay, moving on to sound number two. I think our listeners are laughing at you guys. Uh, Probably. I should have okay. gotten that. I, there's a whole episode where I'm just ranting about Assassin's Creed. Exactly. Like, that's what I mean. It's been brought up on so many occasions. But all right, let's go to sound number two for our listener right now. This is like the opening sound to an ASMR video. I'm just going to like wiggle <laughs> some little, little bells next to your ears. Good point. I think Bren knows it immediately. What do you think, Matt? Um, I have never heard this before. It it almost uh, a little bit sounds like uh, when you first turn on your Wii, or, um, <laughs> and <laughs> shut the fuck up, Bren. <laughs> I'm not, you're right. I agree with you. I just I wouldn't have thought. And, of that. and, and your your Nintendo goes and and um. Can you do that again? That was awesome. No. Sweet. Your Wii your Wii sounds like Homestar running. From Homestar Runner? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that's a reference. Well, that's um, not even uh, an actual guess, so I'm going to need a guess. I really got to stop playing video games while listening to podcasts, because I don't know any sounds. Like, I hear them all the time, but I don't pay attention to them. Oh, God. The fact that Bren's struggling is amazing. I struggle every day. No, this is... this. You're talking about kicking yourself. This is outrageous. Uh, but, Matt, I need to guess from you, because I know you don't know this one. Oh, God. Judging um, by your description. Then why'd you pick these... No, I I know Bren knows this. I, that's why I thought Bren would be like, boom, got it. You're saved, Matt. On to the next round. And then Matt would get this, like, some ups. I have some in here for Matt. Don't worry. Never assume um, I know anything. It almost sounds, it almost also sounds like the music from uh, the Adventure Zone that they've been playing with the, the Crystal Monster thing a little bit. Is the Adventure Zone a game? Does that yeah, happen? no, it's a podcast. I mean, it's, it's kind of podcast. a game. Oh, true. Mm, Tabletop. Yeah. Sound from Yahtzee? Oh, 
That's a game. No, I, I need a serious <laughs> video game answer. I don't know. Yes, you do. Oh, my God. Please just put your brain to the test and really think about that. I did Ex Machina? No. You've been playing that lately. I feel like that could have been. No, and that's it's not Ex Machina. It's a uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution. But regardless, uh, I knew that's what you meant. But yeah. no, it's. I'll, <laughs> I'll give you one final hint because wait, Matt didn't give me one, so you have two guesses left, and it's a game you've played, sort of recently. I know. <laughs> no, not you, Matt. That oh. Brand has played. I play a lot of games, and I won't even say sort of recently because it's time has moved quickly. Would you say it's within my top? three most recent games of steam uh, that really narrows it down <laughs> i would say not three but uh maybe Fuck. 10 definitely damn it because <laughs> the top three i can see <laughs> is this is this oh Terraria? i know what it is i know what it is thank right. god <laughs> sorry once again doug completely fair I should have noticed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, but Matt, give me a fucking ge- uh, guess so Brent can I, win on the third one. Okay, it it uh, it's uh, it's not Terraria. <laughs> no, no. Okay, definitely not at all. But okay, so Brent, you figured it out. What is it? It came from Space and our brains. No. Oh. What do you uh, mean? No. It has I, to be that. It's not. You're gonna wait till you find out what this is. You you've let me down. This is uh from Life is Strange. Oh. Everyone knows you like that game more than I did anyway, so it's Yeah, but you know, don't do you know what that sound is? It was like I don't know, you hear Is that it when you discover like time. a clue or like a yeah. photo? Basically any I feel like you hear that sound all the time, whether you're saving or like finding shit. It's like just one of those sounds you hear like throughout the game so much. I bet our listener was just like, What the fuck? Sorry, Doug, I wasn't listening to the sounds in Life is Strange. I was too busy saving Kate, unlike uh, you. Yeah, well, she deserved to die. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Um, but all right, so you guys lost that round. But wait, I'm going to give you one... Uh, bonus one, round. Yeah, this bonus round. If you get this, you'll win the, this round. Like, uh, I'll uh, credit you two points. But here we go. Play sound number three right now. It's a long one, so just prepare for it. It's like 30 seconds. This sounds like the opening to like a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. <laughs> Is Miami Vice a game? <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I, I was really hoping we would know this. Oh, God. And I think our listener, if they're serious, they know what that's from. That's so great. The if they're serious. That? If you're a serious listener and you have psychic no, powers that can gamer, read Brent, oh. <laughs> I'm a silly gamer. God, God. damn it! I, what? I'm glad that that was the final one because you wouldn't have gotten it anyway. And if you got fucking Life is Strange on that last one, also I played Life is Strange like a year ago. I, uh, that was, I, that's what I mean. Time went way quicker than I was keeping track of. Yeah. Um. But all right, I need some guesses. This is the bonus round. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, um, I, I don't even know. That's terrible. Uh, Far Cry Three Blood Dragon. That's no. like super eighties and crazy. Oh, one down. 
Um, have we played it? Do you know that for a fact? Or? We've talked about it's been mentioned on our show before multiple times, but not like in depth. But uh, you, I don't think you've played it, uh, but you know of it for sure. Did they make a video game out of Ghost Rider? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to count it as have. a guess because, yeah, there probably is one, but no. So one more guess, mm. and then I'll tell you what it is because then you'll just be like, oh, god damn it, Doug. Ew, they made a game of Ghost Rider from the movie. Ugh. That's not good for anybody. Cool, like the Spiderwick Chronicles, the game. Yeah. Oh, Did you play that? No, I was kidding. Oh. <laughs> I just I, I remember seeing it on GameStop shelves and being like, "Really? Yeah, who got that? Who's that for?" Um, like my head is just so ingrained in the Metal Gear Solid Five right now because it's in the '80s and there's a ton of '80s music, and like that's what this sounded like. Not, but that's not a guess. That's not a okay. guess. Don't you take that away from me, Tony? <laughs> I'll give you a final hint because this is the last guess anyway. Uh, it's one of my favorite games. It's from Life is Legends. Strange. No. <laughs> yeah, you got two on one episode. Um, it's not Legends of Dragoon. It's definitely not Jet Set Radio. That music is very unique to that game. Uh, is it on PC? Nope. Shit, I was gonna look at your Steam profile. <laughs> oh yeah, that wouldn't help. Ah, uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Final Fantasy Nine. Nope, it's the Legend of Dragoon. I hate this game. I hate everything about this. This is the yeah, second time I said it. That you say the game, and you're like, it's definitely not that. I'm like, and I don't know how to respond ever. It's just like, better stay quiet, Doug. Oh, this man. Game. Way to go, Brent. All right, well, no, you guys have one more of my matches. And this one, I have faith you will win. So let's do this. All right, sound number four for a listener right now. What do you think that's from? The good news is I know I've played or at least seen this game. The I bad will go news is say I have no played. idea. You've definitely uh, played. I have no idea. I have a guess, but I know it's probably wrong. Um, and I feel bad about it. <laughs> Why? I haven't felt bad about any of my terrible guess. I've said what the games are, and I've not guessed them. It's There's poop in my soup. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy I found that. <laughs> it almost, it almost, sat, mm, maybe not. Mm. I'm listening again. Yeah, I'll play for a listener too. It's definitely like pixel game i'm guessing by the sounds like the coin sound at the end yeah it almost it almost sounds like um like a kirby game oh yeah but it has like a jungle vibe to it like with the drums and the frogs yeah but it's not donkey kong i uh, yeah before the beat came in when it was just the frogs i thought it was donkey kong 64 why can't you throw us a bone with these ones i I will i will i was gonna say the frogs are a big key and the fact that he picked up on that think about it what game has frogs? Wait, is it Frogger? Nope. Oh. Guess be, one. Be too easy, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be way too easy. And also, when the hell would that ever happen? 
like, that's on some random ass highway. <laughs> no, there's levels where you're in the jungle. Well, there's like Frogger 3D that was in like the 90s where you go True. into the jungle. But no, okay. But no, you should definitely keep in mind that there's frogs. And I'll I'll give you one more hint after the next guess. And it's a big one. Hmm. Is it frog fractions? No, but that's an amazing guess. And I oh, oh. I want to incorporate that into this game. Damn it. No, not bad. Um, okay, Bren, it's down to you. And the final clue is it's one of my favorite games. <laughs> God fucking damn it. <laughs> it's Final Fantasy IX, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's fucking Queen of Quinn's, When you're like, catching the frogs. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the hell yes. Thank God you knew it before I even had to say it. Excellent. Okay, so you guys legitimately won that one. Uh, on to sound number five. This one is extremely difficult, and I'm not anticipating you getting it, but I hope Matt might be our helper here, but sound number five. <laughs> Did I just connect to the internet with a dial-up modem? What, what, <laughs> what was that? That was, yeah, a computer just <laughs> having an orgasm. <laughs> Doug, is your hair all moosed out and you're wearing a denim jacket with some big sunglasses on? Very retro games. At least they sound like the 80s. No, that is an old-school game. I'm uh, guessing Number Muncher. Yeah, that's it. Fuck. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yes. my God. Yeah, I have... <laughs> God, the Holy last time fuck. I played Number Muncher was first grade that's what i'm was saying yeah was literally 20 years ago <laughs> <laughs> and the cool thing about it was like when i looked up that sound i got to see some uh uh gameplay and wow it was a throwback i was like that it, it's straight up a dos game like a game we've played 20 years ago i get instantly as opposed to a game i've played 20 days ago i or, can't or, for the life of me figure out yeah a game it's the drugs. a year ago too uh all right so you guys won that game specifically i do have a final sound though so this is bonus round number two if you guys just want to do it sound number six i think you can pull this one off let's play it <laughs> What you thinking? I recognize it, but I don't know if I know it or not. Was this a game you've played, Doug? Yes, a game I adore. Uh, last time I played Life is Strange was October twenty fourth, to be precise. Okay, so not a year, but a good good while. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, it is it is it that game where you have to grow the giant fucking plant? Grow home? No, but that's an interesting guess. I was thinking that too, actually. Because hmm. it's got, mm. yeah. Hmm. I I thought I really thought both of you would have played this game and instantly pulled that one out and been like, "Bam!" I'm gonna listen to it again. Yeah, I'll play it for the listener too. Oh, that background music too. I mean. I just played yeah, the background music. I'm trying to th- I'm trying to listen to the background music because I feel like that's more of a hint than. Oh, I'm gonna need some guesses. Viva Pinata. Uh, nope. Good guess. Uh, Bren. Terrible guess. Yeah, I'm just being a host. <laughs> <laughs> um, the like the sound effects of like the da 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 da, and then like the like chime. That's sticking out to me, but I can't think of what. I'll give you a hint after this next guess, but it's a really ridiculous hint, and I don't think it will help. 
I got no idea. Is it on the PC, like Steam? Yes. yes. Okay. Without a doubt. Because there's thousands of games on there. So, that... what game do you like? Stretch it. I I can't get stretching out of my head. It really sounds like that. Guys, it's or like Rockstar cranking Story. Rockstar R.I.P. <laughs> it almost sounds like you're cranking something. Oh, maybe you know, like cranking something up. No. Well, yeah, your points. So you're collecting something. Hmm. That's a decent hint. I got no idea. Um, do you know for a fact if we've played it? I, I, I'm almost a hundred percent positive that Bren has at least played it in passing. I don't know if you ever really got far deep into it like <laughs> I did, but um, and Matt, I think there's a potential you've heard of it, but I don't know if you've played it. I'm mm-hmm. eager to find out. I played it in passing. I'm just like running by and just grab the controller. Like, oh, what's this? I need and I keep going. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> you you ran past the GameStop. And you just smashed one of their consoles as you ran past. Hey, what's going on over here? That's kind of neat game. I can't imagine this being <laughs> on display. <laughs> oh God. I will. Say I was so it, sure it, it had a sequel, and then it, there was an adaptation for DS. That's how uh, successful of a game it it was. Mm, that doesn't help. It had a sequel and then an adaptation for DS? Was the original on a Nintendo console? No. Oh. Original was like, ah, I feel like I don't want to say, I don't want to give any more hints, actually. Mm, uh, You probably should. Hold on. Uh, Let me see if this is a thing, because this might, uh, no, never mind. I could have sworn it came with that. I need a guess, goddammit. <laughs> uh, um, it's not a Nintendo game. It was part of the orange box. What? There's like four games in the orange box. But no, that's what I mean, and that's why I wanted to say that as a clue, but then it's not, though, because it, I'm looking at the art Wikipedia, and it was like, oh, it was boosted its sales because of its inclusion of a specially designed demonstration. Oh, this had a special version of the game that had, like, uh, not characters and backgrounds and stuff from the orange box. Okay, never mind, that's not... So, it had also an offshoot version uh, of, like, the Valve series. What? It's hard to describe. When I explain it... Oh my god, was it Peggle? Yes! Oh! Yeah, I know. I never played Peggle. Oh, you... So if if you guys listen to um, the Isometric podcast, uh, one of the hosts on there, uh, Brianna Wu, uh, is the world's best Peggle player. So... Uh, Oh, let me face off. Like, I would love to try, at least. I'm pretty (laughs) good. I've literally played each version of Peggle, like uh, Peggle 1 and Knights and the DS versions, and I've done everything possible. I literally became the Grandmaster uh, Champion or whatever and get all the gold and shit. It's like, not gold, but like trophies and shit. I, I'm a, I was obsessed, and I haven't played those games in years because I like did everything I could possibly do. I'd love to go back, though. It was extremely challenging, and I wasted so many fucking hours, but those games are great. Immediately when you said face-off, I imagined you switching faces with her, a la Nicolas Cage and John Travolta in face-off. Oh, like face-swap app <laughs> Yeah, you just like with her face, you're like, oh god, this is terrible! No, I just was, I don't know, <laughs> it'd be fun to do a peg-off. Uh, a peg-off? 
But anyway, that was what's that sound. Good. Thanks for playing, guys. We continued our track record of losing because we're terrible at this <laughs> no, game. No, wait. You won the last one. Uh, but regardless. Uh, you won like two out of six. Yeah, oh, true. But <laughs> I'm trying to make the sounds easier. I'm not doing good yet. Uh, <laughs> I think it might be getting worse. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Uh, next time it's going to be the sound of a trash can smashing from Streets of Rage. Uh, Ooh, just so you know. I might actually know that one. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. So let's do some plugs quick and call this episode uh, oh. an episode. Let me just toss in real quick. Apparently, season three of Rick and Morty might be coming at the end of this year, a lot sooner they, than they expected. Ooh, nice. But hopefully all the attention they got uh, raised Adult Swim's awareness of it, and maybe they got more funding or something. Yeah, that's what I'm led to believe. That's cool. Yeah. So we'll get it sooner than we all planned, which is great. And apparently Steam is putting in a new policy where when they have Steam bundle packs, like where you buy a bunch of games and DLC uh, all at once, now you won't be charged for the games you already have in that bundle. So you, if you have one out of the three games in that bundle, you won't have to pay for the a copy of the game you already have that you won't get. Oh, that's right. Because before when you bought the bundle and if you already had that game, you'd be charged for it, but you would get nothing. I think a better idea would be, A, if you have the option of this, where you don't get charged for the games you have, or B, if you buy the bundle... And the game that you already have, you get a gift copy, like that you can keep in your inventory and maybe give to a friend. That would be cool. Yeah, that um, makes sense. I like both options. I, I, I'm not against it, at least. At least I, this way, it's better than you spending money on something and then not getting anything. Like at this, the other, previous way, you would just be throwing money into you know the void. Yeah. So, Steam's working on it. They're getting better bit by bit. Well, that's cool. Um. But all right, yeah, let's do some plugs. Uh, where can people find you, Bren? ABTS, Brendan. Cool. Yay. How about you, Matt? Um, on the Caltrain. Um, <laughs> come up and say hi. To and from work. Yeah, come say hi. Find me. Sit next to me. Um, Follow him home. Get his address. I mean, well, I'm assuming that all of our listeners do already follow me home. Uh, <laughs> In spirit. Stalk yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you can find me on Twitter at Matt Basta. Um, tweet at me. Sweet. And uh, listener, if you want to tweet us specifically at the show, our Twitter handle is ABT Silence. We also have a Twitch stream uh, that we do. I play video games every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So come hang out and chat if you get a chance. Uh, is there anything else I want to say? Oh, yeah. It turns out that we have another podcast that came to the network. We mentioned that our friends from the Switchboard Infinity podcast was joining, uh, and they officially have. They're now uh, on our network as the Erie Canal Theater. So go uh, like and subscribe. Like, check that shit out. They already have the first 10 episodes up. Uh, one through nine is season one, and the first episode of season two. It's such an awesome audio journey, so I highly recommend checking that shit out. But, um, yeah, so let us know what you think of that, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.